Uh, I'd like to start out, you know, I'm going to name this podcast, The Awakening Begins. Yeah, The Awakening Begins. On my last podcast, I discussed, uh, uh, I talked about when, when I said yes to help and how that happened and about my friend Lonnie and uh, how he came into my life and uh, he took me to my first meeting. You know, the, the crazy thing about that first meeting, it was in Hamilton, New Jersey, and I still remember today. I remember the guy sharing. You know, we walked into that meeting. We were all smoking and shaking and uh, ashtrays all over the place, drinking Coca-Cola. There was candy on the table. Uh, there was men and women. I think they were even celebrating an anniversary, but uh, I think Bernie was celebrating an anniversary. And I, I remember him like it was yesterday. He had this white shirt on, clean shaven, slick hair back. Uh, he, he, he told his story, and I think he had—I think he was celebrating five years, which was like back then. You know, I had uh, one day, a couple days, and and I thought that was like crazy. Wow, I still remember Bernie. It, it brings back memories. Uh, like I was saying in the last podcast, that I didn't go to my first, uh, you know, step meeting for a year it took me a year to get to a step meeting and that was that was good that was okay you know and uh you, you know when i found out i found out bill bill w bill wilson you know bill, bill started out in the oxford group and you guys could check out the the book pass it on and it talks about the it talks about the history and it goes back there and you know bill and bob they they went to the oxford group in the beginning ebby ebby uh, brought Bill and but Bill and Bob went to the Oxford group. That's a Christian, you know, it was a Christian fellowship. And uh they Bill Bill was sober six months before he met Bob. You know, and uh that's Bob Dr. Bob, he was fifty-five when he came in. You know, Bill was forty years old and you know, uh Bob Dr. Bob died with fifteen years sober. But the, the crazy part about it is, you know, I didn't go to a step meeting for a year, but they didn't have steps. They had the Christian book. They had the Bible. You know, they had the they, they, they I guess they worked a religious program back then. And I think Bill brought brought a lot of that, that Christianity into his uh, his his writings when he uh, formed Alcoholics Anonymous, which wasn't formed until four years later. You know, AA wasn't even named. It didn't even have a name. Uh, it was nameless. And it didn't have steps, you know. The, the big book wasn't even written till four years later. So, you know, it's sometimes it's surprising to people. You know, people stay sober without without working the steps or doing it. You know, they say, oh, you're going to do the steps half-assed. But I think we all can only do them half-assed anyhow, you know, looking back. But my second meeting Lonnie took me to, you know, I only went to one meeting a week in the beginning. I stayed sober. I stayed sober without steps, without the big book. Uh, going to one meeting a week, and I'm not suggesting that for anybody. Do you do your own thing? I'm not suggesting don't do the steps. Don't go to uh, a meeting every day. Whatever you're doing, it's working for you. Keep on doing it. I'm just passing on some things for the person that thinks that you know that they're doing something wrong, or you know they're staying sober but only going to one meeting. You're not doing anything wrong. 
or the person that's not really into the big book yet or the steps, but they're staying sober, you're, you're not doing anything wrong. Or the person that doesn't believe in all the God stuff and in the beginning or at the end, but you're not doing anything wrong. There, there's no right or wrong in, in uh, these different types of fellowships. I don't care if, if it's smart recovery or if it's AA or if it's Life Ring or any other program. Uh, there, there's no AA police. Nobody checking you, you know. So you do your thing. The main thing, what would I settle for when I first walked into those rooms? I'd settle for not drinking. And that's exactly what I accomplished. You know, I had a desire to stop drinking. And uh, in the beginning, I, I don't even think it was a desire to stop drinking. It was a desire to get some relief. Because, you know, my my wife had enough. She was in Al-Anon. And, and uh, whatever, I was talking about that in the last meeting. But, you know, Lonnie took me to... The second meeting I went to was his home group in Berlin, New Jersey. You know, the first one was in Hamilton, New Jersey. But the second meeting Lonnie took me to was on a, uh, a Monday. No, it was a Wednesday, Wednesday group. And that was, that became my home group. I didn't know what a home group was. He told me a little bit about it. But later on, I found out, you know. Uh, in this home group that I attended, I met his sponsor, his friend, Nick N, you know, Nick died, uh, Bill N, I'm sorry, Bill N, and he passed away years ago, but I, I met his sponsor and we, we became friends and and I, I started going to, they had this little meeting separate, it was a beginner's meeting, and that's where I went, I didn't go to the main meeting, I went into the beginner's meeting, and there was only about five or six of us, but they would bring, you know, Lonnie came in and they would talk to us and tell us briefly about certain things and keep it simple and one day at a time. And, you know, we talked about anger and, and uh, different basic things. Uh, th- they didn't overwhelm us with all kinds of uh, step work and books and all that other stuff. And then uh, they, they were actually, they had an Al-Anon meeting there too. And in this Al-Anon meeting, uh, my wife went, you know, because my wife started Al-Anon before I started AA. And then they had Alateen there. So eventually, you know, my daughter came. She was younger. She was like 12. And she came to the Alateen meeting. But, you know, that didn't last too long. And that's okay because I didn't try to force nobody into doing anything. Uh, you know, in the beginning, I did talk and try to encourage him and talk some stuff. You know, like I put myself up on pedestal, I guess, you know, for for a while there with uh, my my kids well my daughter but besides that so after the beginners meeting eventually I got to go into the bigger meeting and you know in this bigger meeting I didn't hear all about the steps and the big book and you had to do this and you had to do that it was an open discussion meeting you know and all I remember is connecting with people there was a girl in there named Leslie. She was an ex-nurse. And, and there was another guy there, uh, uh, Rick. And then there was Lon, uh, Lonnie and then Bill. And, you know, I started making these friends. And um, it, it just it just clicked. It started to click because it was like uh, it was like I was joining something, you know. And they say, you know, in, in, in the the book I had, it said you need an honest desire. Now they changed it to say an honest desire. But who who knows who has a desire or not? There's no desire police or desire level there. 
uh, you know, but in the beginning it was easy. It, it, it was it was comfortable. There wasn't much pressure. Uh, it just it just was it was it was nice, you know, and that was the beginning of my awakening. You know, you can call it my journey. But I go back. Uh, I'm going to go back and talk a lot about my recovery because you know I I have 36 years in recovery. I only have 20 years using drinking and drugging. So I got more recovery time. So I'm going to be going back in history and talking more about uh, my recovery from the beginning and how it evolved and how I learned different things and and started to think on my own and question and become aware of things and, you know, observe things and and venture out to uh, different spiritual groups and read different books and different motivational speakers and stuff like that. So... Along this journey, I'll be talking a lot about that, but I give a shout out to my uh, friend in the parking lot, uh, Joe uh, C. over there in Jersey, uh, brutally honest, I mean brutally sub- so- sober, and uh, that's Brute Sober, Brute Sob on uh, Twitter. So I'll see everybody on the next podcast. This is episode three. Bye-bye. <laughs>